Hello, 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 Fierce Tribe. Welcome to the I Am Fierce podcast. I am Emma Ocha, your host, friend, and sister from another mister. This podcast is all about learning your value, owning your space, and knowing who the fuck you are. In a world where everyone is hiding behind some kind of filter, my goal is to help you realise your full potential and reclaim your power through empowering your man. Ain't no bullshit here, it's time to get fierce, fired up and free. I am an empowerment coach and I am here to tell you, you are more than enough. And I cannot wait to jump into today's episode with you. Well, hello, 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 my fierce motherfucking tribe. Um, so I thought I'd take a tip off of my absolute love mentor, sister from another mister, Miss Erica Kramer, um, who she was one of the one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. Um, her and Eric Thomas, and she started off by recording a podcast in her car, um, and I have been feeling recently. I've let my podcast slip, to be quite honest, because I just felt overwhelmed. I'll get to that in a minute, but, um, and I thought, all my good ideas come to me in the shower, or when I'm driving, or when I'm walking, and I feel like, I just felt called to do this while I'm driving, because I think I feel like I was making up far too many excuses. I was making up far too many excuses to why I wasn't bringing my ass on here, child, and bringing you the tea. Um, so, yeah. So today's episode, sponsored by Absolute M. Ocha, um, I want to talk about healing from a broken heart, dealing with breakups, how to find yourself again after you've been completely shafted by someone that you loved. You know me, there's no beating about, no bush. We're here to absolutely say it like it is. No teetering on the edge, no sitting on the fence. I just want to speak from my heart because I feel a lot of people need to hear this. Um, there's been quite a few um, women I've spoken to, some of my clients included, that have been going through this personally, through this heartache, through this soul searching, through this process of finding your new self, your new life without this person that you thought you were going to be with for the rest of your life. And I just want to get into the nitty gritty. A lot of this will be quite triggering, but that's why you're here. That's why you're here, sister. That's why you're here listening um, because I trigger you, but I trigger you in a good, positive way that snaps out your bullshit and gets you asking yourself real clear, honest questions. Um, to face your shit head on. Therefore, to come out the other end with absolute clarity and abundance, enabling you to move forward through your pain into a greater life and existence. Hell yeah, write it down. You heard it here first. Um, also, people are howling at me, like really passionately speaking, because um, I use my hands when I talk and specifically uh, when I'm talking to myself in the car. So I hope you're ready, child. Right, let's get into it. So basically, the concept of how do I find myself after a breakup? 
how do I feel specifically coming out a narcissistic, a malignant narcissistic, abusive, toxic, manipulative relationship where you've been gaslit for the past decade. One thing I heard recently, and I'm sure it was through Erica, but she'd said um, that when we're in relationships, we can often deem the time frame we've been, so the, um, the amount of time we've been in a relationship with somebody, we accumulate memories, we attach emotions and do a lot of trauma bonding, possibly. Um, definitely was that in my case in many situations. And then we repeat the pattern and um, don't confuse. So her whole point was don't confuse time with love. Don't confuse time frame with longevity, with um, loyalty. That's a word. That's a word, girl. Um, Yeah, so don't confuse longevity with loyalty because it's tripping and it's trying to fuck you up don't listen to it it doesn't matter how long you've been with someone if you know to your true soul core that you haven't been happy and you've been disrespected and treated badly abused then it wasn't love you had fallen in love with the idea of somebody and that is something to note we get it so twisted at times when you're with somebody and you're in it and you start freaking out because you're like, what if I never find someone else? This is it. You know, I need to just settle for this. And then you think, God, what if I lose them? So really, what logically, if you step out of the emotion, what we're actually doing to ourselves is saying, you ain't worth shit. I don't believe I'm worth shit. So let me just feel lucky that I have someone treating me worse than shit because I'm fearful, I am scared, I am coming from scarcity that I may actually lose this bitch um, and then be, God forbid, alone to work on myself to have a better life. Now, this is something you're not going to want to hear, specifically if you're in the middle of a breakup, if you are going through a divorce, if you are maybe not even going through that process yet you've maybe not even said out loud I don't actually want to be with this partner Um, men is my preference unfortunately (laughs) kidding on men love you Um, but if you know yours is women yours is whatever you just you just replace what I'm saying with whatever it is that you like obviously I'm going to be referring to my experience and myself to best resonate with you so I'll be using examples that obviously are more relevant to my um, requirements, my tastes, I don't know what I'm trying to say, you get what I'm saying, you feel me, you feel me, Um, yeah so this is the bit you're not going to like because I certainly didn't like it, it's a bitter taste but it's the damn truth so listen up and get ready, brace yourself because this is some real shit coming your way. What if I told you the amount of time you're spending saying he did this, he did that, again, change it to she or whatever um, you whatever you want to use, but if you spend time going, he did this, he did that, can't he just not see, he did this to me and, and he's caused this, I just want him to see, what if I told you that it should be you you're concentrating on? Now, not in the airy-fairy way, like, oh, concentrate on you and your healing, I'm not talking about that right now, I'm talking about you asking yourself some hard truths like what the fuck is happening with me 
What is going on that I thought that that was the best I deserved? What is going on with me that that is what I'm attracting up in here, bitch? Do you know what I'm saying? What's going on with me that I keep coming back to the same relationships time and time again? What's happening with me that I'm looking for the same type of man, person in somebody else's body? What's going on with me that I'm so scared to be alone with myself? What's going on with me that I need to look into somebody else to feel fulfilled and affirmed and validated? Are you getting the drift? It is, it is truly when you take full responsibility for your fucking life, for all the shit, all the shit. Obviously, now please hear me when I say this before the trolls come for me and tell me it's not a, it's not your fault if trauma happened to you. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying it was my fault. All the shit that happened to me, it was not my fault. Like Will Smith says, I reference him in every single live podcast coaching session I do. Will Smith stated in many of his absolute wise wise word wisdoms of the day, he states. It is not your fault what happened to you, but it is your damn responsibility to change the narrative. Yeah? So I'm not saying that it was my fault what happened to me, but it was surely my responsibility to reclaim my power. You see, this is where people get it seriously twisted. They think by they think that reclaiming their power is showcasing to the world that they are reading all these books and they're doing the work and in quotation marks or air quotes whatever the hell you call it that they're doing the work that they're doing their meditations or whatever it is that they're doing they think by that physical surface level they're doing the work it's not it's so much deeper than that you must you must ask more of yourself internally intrinsically soulfully spiritually mentally pain is something that we all fear but what's interesting is pain for me is a sign of sheer growth pain for me is tells me that there's either a lesson to be learned or something really fucking exciting is about to go down but obviously when you're in that pain and trauma and scarcity oh god I'm going to lose this person regardless regardless if they've treated you like shit you're still scared you're going to lose this familiarity not comfort familiarity because your comfort zone ain't, ain't, ain't comfortable it isn't always comfortable most of the time your comfort zone holds you the fuck back you know so your comfort zone isn't comfortable let's get that straight your comfort zone is familiar and it's just another motherfucking excuse for you not to get your shit together and face your shit head on and say do you know what fuck this i am not lying down to this anymore I deserve to have the life that I want to live and I will create it because guess what? Nobody's coming to save me. Nobody's coming to save me. And one more time, nobody's coming to save me. Yeah? Why are people waiting on some knight in shining armour to come busting through the door saying, I've got you? Or don't worry about learning about this, this and this, about your business. I've got it. Learn that shit for yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur these days, but only 5% of what I hear and see are people who really, really want it. Like, as in, I am ready 
to do whatever it takes, no matter how uncomfortable it is. Let's talk about Brene Brown for a second, my absolute queen of life. I feel like, out of everyone in the world, I feel like I would really, really, really love to meet Brene Brown and Eric Thomas because I feel like when I meet them, I'm going to be like, where you been at? Do you know what I mean? I feel like they're going to be like, I feel like I know you. And I'll be like, I know, girl. So, anyway, Brene Brown, I digress. Sorry, I get so... I'm, I'm, I'm actually obsessed. And they've changed my life. So, I totally believe in their work. I, I love how authentic and real and just no bullshit they are. They're just amazing. So, Brene Brown was talking about recently on her latest post. Yes, I absolutely stalk her. Um she was talking about how she would rather sit in discomfort for 10 minutes than the soul dropping um, resentment that we feel when we people please or when we feel like we need to play into that or everyone needs to like me type of mentality she says she would rather sit in the discomfort of being honest for 10 minutes than sit and stew in that resentment that we all know we felt we all know we felt it we'd be lying if we say we hadn't felt it we've all felt it and I had this was tested with me recently to do with money believe it or not I had I've had a lot of financial scarcity in my life I've had a very um my mentality was stuck in scarcity um oh shit I'm going the wrong way my bell let me out now child um and this person was like obviously trying to get me to give them free something for free um and it's very hard for me in moments like that to say no (laughs) the price is the price um and in that moment although I might have done something to help I didn't do what I would usually have done which was just be like oh don't worry about it you know, um, and I felt really proud of myself, even though I hadn't, fu- I hadn't fully fulfilled what I wanted to say. But at least I didn't do what I usually done, and I was one more step forward. It was a big leap forward for me. Why am I telling you this? I say that because I'm trying to remember what the hell I'm saying here. So scarcity of mindset for me, it's all about coming back to the self and going why do you feel the need to do that instead of me being like let me just say yes to this person and then slowly hate them under my breath you know like if I if I do something if I do a deal or if I help someone or gift someone something it's because I truly now now I truly do want to do it But what I'm just letting you into some insight of I'm still a human and I'm still going through my own transformations and my own journey. And I think, to be quite honest, um, when it comes to people trying to manipulate me that way, it will always be hard for me because I always try to see the good in people. But I think I'm so long in the tooth now with business, um, being an entrepreneur, being a coach, that I just ran out of energy to not be honest with people and give them my expectation as well as um, hearing theirs. Does that make sense? So I would 100% agree with Brene Brown on the concept and the idea and the mental perspective shift that is 
I would much rather sit in 10 minutes of discomfort of saying, listen, I'd love to, but no, or listen, no, that the price is the price. I'm sure you can understand business is business. Whatever it is you need to say or no, listen, I really can't run you anymore. I didn't sign up for this if they give you any shit about it because you're not a taxi driver at the end of the day. If you've said to someone you give them a lift once, that is not you then saying to them, I'm going to give you a lift the rest of your life. Do you know what I'm saying? So please take from this. I would rather sit in discomfort for 10 minutes than sit in resentment for the rest of my life. Now, let's bring it back to relationships and dating. If you are in a situation where you don't feel appreciated, you don't you, you know that you haven't asked, you haven't checked in with yourself in a long time in relation to the in relation to the relationship, you get what I'm saying? Because you know what the answer's going to be that you don't even like the person, but you don't want to face why you are holding on to a loveless, toxic, lustless relationship out of absolute fear of being alone. You don't want to face that conversation with yourself. So what do you do? You stay in the same shitty situation and you just settle. Half the time, the half the problems that we go through in relationships are usually our own fault because the person has showcased time and time and time again who they are, what they think of you, how much effort they want to put into you, how deep in it they are, how how little or how much they care about you and we see that and we still stay or we still fight them or we still force them to understand that they need to change without even taking into consideration that man I deserve somebody who is going to just want to treat me well, who's going to want to reciprocate the same love and affection that I'm giving them. You know, we don't we don't we spend so long pointing the finger, forcing people, waiting, wishing, willing that person to just see it from our point of view that we don't take into consideration the fucking reality facing us and the reality is the hard fact reality is that that person says they don't want to be there they're acting like they don't want to be there and they ain't there so why are you chasing a ghost yeah that's my question to you why another prompt that i heard on erica's podcast it was really really good was um so she was talking about prompts um, to do with dating, no, to do with like relationship breakups, specifically breakups, and the, the prompts are there to help you self-analyse and prompt you into, you know, changing that, changing the decision that is going to leave you hurt again. So for instance, if you know that the, the relationship's over, but you're like, if you know the relationship's over, right? So I'm trying to find somewhere to park, I'm late. And, but yet you're still waiting and willing that person to change. That, and you're waiting for that person to change. The, the, they've all, you've already broken up. These are still fucking about with each other. These are still sometimes sleeping together, sometimes not. Text here, text there. And, the, and you want to text them again You even though they've just been disgustingly horrible and disrespectful to you they've told you look I don't want to be with you you know that they would still probably sleep with you so you go and try and use that 
to manipulate into that situation just to have that 10 minutes of comfort and the prompt will say something like do you actually miss them or do you miss the idea of them are you really looking for answers or do you just want to see them again you know we are we are amazing at bullshitting ourselves it's incredible how amazing we are at bullshitting ourselves and I say all this by the way to say I understand it's not easy and if you need to cry your way through this, if you need to fight your way through it in the gym, eh, through meditation, through whatever you need to do, soul searching, friends, travelling, whatever you need to do, you do, you do you because nobody can dictate to you how you manage your pain and how you manage your healing process but please cut the shit, stop using excuses, stop bullshitting yourself because see the only person you're hurting is you, my love is you and my passion is women stepping into their power and for me I cannot lay low in this and stay silent and try and say you know um, it's cool you know if you continuously keep hurting yourself through seeing them again you know cutting it off at the neck is such a godsend but it's very difficult to do if you're not that way inclined um, so I believe in doing it in phases if you must but at the same time each time you get hurt again or that person regresses you um, or you regress yourself sorry by making that decision to let them in or chase them or hunt them down <clears throat> um, you know you must learn a new lesson even if it's just a little tiny step forward you learn a lesson about your situation, about your self-value, about what you want and it propels you forward. So many people can just give up. They'll be like, oh, well, that's it. I'm back to square one. Well, no, you're not because you've put so much time into your healing and into yourself. You can only go back so far before you move forward with the momentum. Do you know what I'm saying? It's always progress. But the only time that I, the thing that I completely don't believe in is bullshitting yourself is self-sabotaging time and time again and calling it healing and calling it research and calling it um, soul-searching. It's bullshit. You're lying to yourself and you're hurting yourself. The reason I know this is because I was I was that person. I was that girl. I was that person that would keep, you know, I'm going off dating apps. I found my ex on a dating app. He was a narcissistic, abusive asshole. Then I go back on the dating app. I see him again. I swipe right. Why? Do you know what I'm saying? Why are you swiping right? Oh, just to see if he swipes me, but why? Because then, that what did that do? It got me into the worst situations because I would then go back. You would end up thinking they would tell you, promise you the world. Then they would get what they want, get physical, and then they drop you. That hoover and discarding process that narcissistic, the narcissistic, narcissistic spectrum <coughs> showcases. I could go on and on and on, but I, th- I feel like I've made my point quite clear. I feel like many people do need to hear this. This was a huge lesson for me, and I really wish I'd have heard this blunt but loving kick up the ass back then because I really, you know, I really, I really hurt myself time and time again with the same guy or the same personality traits in different in different um, partners so I just want to say loads of compassion I love you all very much thank you for being strong and helping me grow this podcast 
to international waters. We've had some really kick-ass, amazing guests on it, but I think I did start to hide behind having guests on the podcast. I haven't done enough solo, and this is what kind of kicked off my podcast to begin with, because I know you love it. The total rants of Emma. <laughs> um, so I hope that this has served you well today there's probably been so many noises in the background but I just you know what it's a word and I had to tell you it came to me it it was called me and I needed to preach to you from a place of love and understanding and compassion but also let's move on this now sister thank you as always for listening to the I Am Fierce podcast um I just can't even express how excited I am. We've got our first live event back after COVID and lockdown. It is the first of the Women Empowerment Series. It's going to be lit. Um, It is in Manchester. We're hosting it in the Edwardian Hotel. You will find the the remaining tickets in the link in my bio. It'll also be in the show notes of this podcast. Get your tickets. Come to Manchester. Have a great time. Um, I'll be running four consecutive big women empowerment masterclass events a year uh, in separate locations up and down the UK and somewhere else but that will be revealed later I'm really excited so grab your tickets for the event before they're all gone and join the motherfucking fierce tribe people keep asking me they want to work with me I'm actually pretty much fully booked right now until August Um, there might be some spaces opening up in August but I'm really focusing on the Fierce Tribe and all my programmes and live events and the one-to-one clients I've got just now are very dedicated so you would really need to want this um, for me to really entertain that um, right now being so fully booked but as I say my books will be opening up soon but join the Fierce Tribe, why? Because it hosts everything under the one umbrella. You've got all your modules, you've got all your workbooks, you've got all the videos from myself, you've got the full programme, you've got the full vault section, you've got your evergreen content, you've got your hot seat coaching calls. Then, on top of that, where the magic happens is your Facebook group, which is a private exclusive group that I have specifically for Fierce Tribe members, sisters, um, and all my events are held there. So you see me literally every day. You go live, I normalise, um, you showing up in your businesses there's a lot of entrepreneurs there um, and we do hot seat coaching calls we do master classes and my master classes are £45 each now they're free in the Fierce Tribe so it's so accessible it's so financially accessible and you can use the code which is Tribe25 so get in the Tribe make a change and stop waiting for your life to change you need to change it you need to motherfucking make action Stop making excuses, take the leap, join the tribe, join something, do something that is going to propel you out this shit because you deserve better.